it's just being able to say this woman's success, this woman's life, this woman's essence, this woman's power does not take away from mine. I can still walk in mine and see her walk in hers. And actually when we walk together, our power multiplies and what we achieve multiplies and we are endless, we are boundless, we are limitless. You're listening to the Everyday as a Breakthrough podcast. I'm your host, Jaden Hummel. I'm here to invite you into living your most alive and aligned life possible. On this podcast, I'll be holding the mirror for your deepest truths and desires and giving you the permission and the power to not only follow your dreams, but to walk with firm trust in all of who you are and everything that you do. So if you're somebody who's here to live out your life's purpose, and you're the kind of person who gets after it, no matter what, this show is for you, and I hope that you get the absolute most out of listening. Hello, and welcome back to the Everyday is Breakthrough podcast. I'm really looking forward to the conversation today. I have Rita here, who is the founder. Are you the founder of Sacred Sister? I am. (laughs) The founder of an incredible collective of women. I'll let you share a little bit more about it. Um, But she runs, actually, let me pull it up because usually I have it in front of me. Sacred Sisters is a women's collective that provides women a safe space to just be They offer in-person retreats and workshops, as well as a monthly virtual membership to support women in connecting deeper to their inner power and to each other. And I actually met Rita recently because I went to one of your retreats that you do yearly. And it was, I've been doing this stuff for a while, like the spiritual, the healing, the courses, like, you know, like I do all this stuff. And I think a (laughs) lot of people listening, it's like, you do all the stuff, but you're, what you did was so incredible and I'm just really honored to have you on today thank you fully received that thank you so much I'm so excited to be here it's like it it, I I find that um when connections so organically happen right you kind of like fell into the lap of coming to the retreat right I remember it's like you saw it it felt like a 1000% yes and now here we are I love it here we are yeah I actually it's funny. I connected with one of the, I'm excited to talk about what you did. It's so cool. There's so many people involved, but one of the women ACE who does a lot of the movement yoga portion, she was my yoga teacher at Kinship yeah. and she's just amazing. So that's how you got oh on. She's so great. Yeah. I mean, when I first met her, I was like, I will follow you anywhere. <laughs> like Wherever you tell me to go, I'm going. And so, yeah, we, we quickly became fast friends. And now, you know, partners in in this with with several other women. And it's just, yeah, it's been incredible. So good. Yeah. Yeah. So I I connected to Sacred Sisters and then I put out this sort of intention. I was like, I want more connection and sisterhood and retreats. And then that came up and I was like, yeah, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's what I want. I love it. Um, so I I mean there's so much we can talk about and I think I would just love I wouldn't really love to start off if I think what would be the best is just sharing a little bit about like what you're doing today because it's so amazing and I want to sort of set this episode with that or set the conversation with what you have created with Sacred Sisters and where that is today and then I kind of want to go back in your story a little bit and then talk about a big part of this episode is going to be about sisterhood and the sister wound and mm. you know what that looks like and what it looks like to be on the other side of it and yeah. I also um you know when I went to your retreat your day retreat you started it off so beautifully by just like really connecting everybody in circle together and it was so great but I I would just love for you to share a little bit about yeah that's such a big question is that too big of a question no about what you're doing um, (laughs) I'm like tell us your magic yeah so 
It really started, I mean, Sacred Sister started out of uh, a need. And I don't think I even knew it at the time that I was craving connection and sisterhood so deeply that I just sort of subconsciously was like, well, this is the answer, right? And so it, it wasn't, it didn't start out with the intention to turn into what it has turned into, which as we know, tends to be the most magical things, right? When they're just birthed from a need or birthed from just purity. And that was really what it was. Um, I was going through a breakup at the time. I felt super disempowered. And I was just seeing this pattern in all of the women in my life, right? Just all of us kind of feeling like we were alone, even though we weren't alone. And it was like, I had amazing friendships and we were there for each other in ways and we weren't right. There was like this, like just this thought that we had to suffer in silence through everything that we were going through. And I was not interested in doing that anymore. Mm-hmm. And so I invited and called up, you know, four of my closest girlfriends who just happened to be industry leaders in, in their own right. And we created this one day based on a chakra. And we were like, let's just get a bunch of women in a room and like create some magic. It was super simple, right? It, it didn't require much because we all have such powerful modalities that, that we're offering. And what we found was women really want and need this right now. You know, we've strayed so far from how we used to live, which was this village way where, I mean, you were literally raising other women's children alongside of them, right? Like there was just this deep sense of community and trust within women to literally hand over your child, right? And now it's like, we, you know, the, the wound, right, that, that we were touching on, the sister wound, it's like, you don't really even trust that that they'll hold you or be able to see you or won't judge you or won't criticize you. And, and I mean, the list goes on. So um, I myself dealt with a lot of that in my, you know, high school and, and early twenties. And even before that, I was totally bullied in school. I was, you know, much more quiet then. And, and I moved around a lot. So I didn't necessarily have the like stability piece. And so I was going to different schools, having to meet different friends and try to just, you know, birth relationships out of the air. And I found even in my 30s that that can be super challenging, right? Trying to find relationships and um, solid friendships with women. Mm-hmm. And so just kind of looking at where that wound showed up in my own self of like this, you know, this inability to to be happy for my friends if they were succeeding in something or this fear that they were going to be chosen by a man when we went out to dinner and I wouldn't be right. You know, just like this underlying ick that's sort of <laughs> like always existing in the thread of female friendships. And so this just really healed that for me. You know, it really, really helped me myself to, to see. And I, and I want to touch to that too, because I think a lot of times like as creators and, and people who are, you know, designing courses and classes or concepts or whatever, whatever it is, right. There is this idea that we have like fully evolved from the solution that we created to the problem, right? And that that's just like, not always the case. I mean, as you know, in your coaching programs, I'm sure it's like, you're constantly healing and learning alongside the people that you're walking with, right? And yeah. so that is such a potent piece. And I, and I think too, it speaks really to the women that we have facilitating Sacred Sisters. I mean, they show up raw, right? Mm-hmm. Like a, a few of them, even in particular, this last one, we're really going through a lot. And so to try to mask that or hide that is not authentic to the fabric of what we're creating, which is showing up as your true self, knowing that you can be held, knowing that you can be seen, and you're still going to be loved for it. So beautiful. And I love, I loved that about what you created because I had no idea what I was walking into. And I've, I've been to things, you know, where there's, there's a stage and then the people are over here. Mm-hmm. There's different elements. And sometimes that's good. Sometimes it's not, but you guys just sat down in the circle 
And not only did you sit down in the circle, this was a, for everyone listening, it was a a retreat and we all, we sat in a circle. That's what we were doing. That's how we were. And you and the other women leading it sat down and you didn't just sit down with us. You shared with us Mm -hmm. too. It wasn't just like, oh, we're going to give the question prompt and then pass it around to hold. You guys were fully in it too, which was so powerful. And it's, you know, going to what you're saying about, the almost a, the competition or this or we'll get into mm-hmm. it but it, it doesn't devalue your leadership anymore and I right. feel like sometimes maybe that's why there's a wall there but you guys just sat down and, and just shared and it made the yeah. whole experience so powerful yeah thank you for that I mean that that really is one of the main things I've that that's the missing that I've noticed, right? Is and it it's not necessarily just in in the LA spiritual community. I've I've seen it in many other spaces as well. Just that separation, right? And it's like, but so what is the root that we're actually trying to achieve here? And how does that separation just deepen <laughs> that even more? Right. Yeah. So Um, Yeah. And I mean, truthfully, we need it just as much, you know, I mean, it was created for that. And so it's like for us to, you know, not participate or or there be some sort of hierarchy would just like make zero sense for what we're actually doing. You're like, I made this for me. You guys are just invited. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, truthfully, it's like, and, and that's the piece too of like, when you're walking in your purpose, right? Like here, this is the whole purpose of this podcast is like, I was really just creating a space that I needed and saw that others did too. And it's like, okay, great. Well, let's just do it. You know, like what is the piece that is really holding us back? And I think for me as a, you know, perfectionist Scorpio and the daughter of a Virgo, <laughs> like the fact that it just sort of, you know, came without me having this intention of it evolving into what it is was really like the juice of it because mm-hmm. it just the response was something that I couldn't have planned had I tried right so it's like when something is really coming from yeah that authenticity and that piece of just like your dharma it's it just is yeah it's so good and in who if you're listening to this I'm assuming you are because you can hear me right now you can <laughs> hear and feel like whatever you're saying even if you are speaking a, a language I didn't know it's like yes sign me up that's yeah. perfect <laughs> and it's you know what we talk about in my programs or the work that I do it's like if you actually just do the thing that feels the most aligned yeah. it's automatic because the energy is so pure and it's so clean and it's exactly. like here's the thing come with me who doesn't want to come along? And, right. you know, I find so often in life, right, we tend to do the like, oh, well, it needs to be that way or they're, they're yeah. thing, or they're doing it that way. Like, I should probably do it this way. And that's all the work that really we do inside of my programs is when you just move past that stuff and trust mm-hmm. yourself enough to just do the thing. Like on paper, now that you're saying it, we're like, yeah, that makes sense. But on paper, you're like, I just kind of wanted to start this circle. <laughs> like, but when you do stuff like that, the success is really inevitable. And there's so much research, which is really cool. This is just a side note. In the last five years, there's all this research about how when you actually follow your purpose, or I call it alignment, mm-hmm. whatever it is, you actually are healthier, you're happier, you make more money. Right. Low. It's just the ripple effect is so good yes. when you trust it. And I, I just love feeling how clear and clean and like magnetic it is when you talk yeah. about this. Yeah, no, I love that you just said that because I think that piece is, uh, is just, I, I mean, this is definitely a separate conversation, but you know, the paradigm shift that we're seeing now, that is, what is changing in people, right? The people who are betting on themselves, becoming entrepreneurs, creating from a space of that clean energy of what feels good, what looks good, what kind of lifestyle do I want, right? Asking real questions and questioning the norm. And yeah, I mean, I see it in the lives of my friends. Like people are just happier, right? There's just like a a general energetic (laughs) that is just higher. And it's like, 
yeah, it's pretty fucking cool to be a part of. Like I, I love being on this side of it. Yeah. Yeah. And you're, and it's easy. And I love when you said, you're like, I just called up my friends and we just did it and it yeah. worked and it's so simple, right? We have all this stuff built up. Like it has to be complicated or this, and it, yeah. and it is, and it is complicated. I'm always a stand for like, it is hard. There are challenges. Yeah. We were talking in the pre-show about this. Like every time I launch my program, I think I do a pretty good job. I vacation, I get massages. Mm-hmm. I like shut my phone off. I surf. It's still work. It's still right. But, <laughs> but to, when you do it in a way that makes sense, it is so, I wouldn't even say easier, but it just flows. It just makes sense. It's like this automatic like it just came to me I'm a snowboarder it's like when you're snowboarding you're like going downhill it's not necessarily easy but you're on the way and it's happening and and the gravity is really taking a hold yes it's not easy but you're doing it with ease so it's like yeah yeah that much more eloquent that's what I (laughs) the snowboard worked too (laughs) okay now I'm I'm really curious to hear because a lot of people who are listening I mean all over, but everyone listening, it's really this common thread of striving to really live a life that is super in alignment. And we always say like the byproduct of that is abundance, it's health, it's feeling good. And a lot of people who I talk to on this podcast sort of talk about this moment of, you know, when you shifted in, I know you, you sort of talked about that when you felt like you needed it, but I'm curious what you were doing before this like what were you doing before you started this when I look at you I'm like sacred sisters you have no (laughs) (laughs) who were you before yeah who was I before uh well I I mean like anyone I've been many versions of myself and I am just in awe of all of them right because they brought me here and I, like, I often reflect on them. You know, I often sit with those versions of self and, and I'm, I'm always sort of connecting to that past self energy um, because I think it's valuable. I think that there's, there's still lessons there and like that is, you know, still always unfolding even in the present and, and will continue in the future. So my background is actually in fashion and I have, I moved out of that and and worked with my mom for a little bit on some, and my mom is an entrepreneur as well. She's like created several successful companies. And so that's kind of where I think I got that from. Just that being modeled to me was a huge, I I mean, just that's school that you can't pay for. Right. It is like being in it and, and also being in it with her at the start of one of, of one of them. It's so funny you say that because a lot of I have a lot of entrepreneurs on here and a lot of them, their parents were entrepreneurs, my parents mm-hmm. were entrepreneurs. And it's just interesting. I've been thinking about this a lot of I really think that entrepreneurship is more of a personality trait almost than mm-hmm. it is something that you learn. And mm-hmm. I this is a, a complete tangent, but I've been thinking about this a lot of I think a lot of people are in entrepreneurship out of almost like a survival of like it's a really Mm. great way to make money because a lot of jobs aren't paying well or I just see this in the world that I live in and I just love that you shared that your mom was an entrepreneur and I only say this because it's it's not for everyone's nervous system and it's just interesting to me that a lot of people who are entrepreneurs on here were exposed to it and around it at a young age. So I guess I'm just sharing that because if you're on the entrepreneurship journey and it's hard and it hasn't been modeled to you, it makes sense. Like a lot of us who are doing it, we've been in the world for a long time. So yeah, I love, I love that. That's a, that's a, I mean, it is a really important point of, of like, you know, the journey and mine in particular. Right. And, and just full transparency, I am, I'm rewriting the way that it was modeled to me, you know, because for her, it was 10, 12 hour days and always at the office and not really eating, you know, and, and that's, that's how I started this because that's what I saw. And then it was that moment of like, okay, yes. And it can be done differently. Right. And, and I can create a, a new model of that, that, that suits me. 
And I, you know, I wouldn't have it any other way, right? And and being able to to have that freedom to do it. And also that freedom, there is slight limitations to the freedom right? <laughs> when you when you are an entrepreneur and, and there are things that are, are coming up when, you know, all hours of the day and night and this and that. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, that was sort of where I started. And, and then I had done um, that leap. I took that leap into just like the spiritual walk, right? Like really uncovering what it was that I wanted to do in this life, who I was, what my purpose was, the why I'm here. I mean, all the questions that just sort of start to snowball when you answer one of them, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And so I got really into yoga and I took two teacher trainings. I did one in the jungle of Costa Rica for, you know, almost 30 days, no TV, no phone, and just like really dove into the self. And uh, that's another place where my sister wound was really, really healed because I was meeting complete strangers who I felt loved me and knew me and saw me in a way that my friends from high school never had. Mm. And so that was a really beautiful reflection in itself, you know, of, of just like, what can happen when you just bring even strangers together that are just in that open, willing space to receive and and to give. Uh, And so I, yeah, I I dove into that for a little bit. I started doing like private one-on-one yoga sessions and then the pandemic hit. Mm. And so I didn't have a desire or really knowledge at the time to try to do it virtually. So I was kind of lost again, you know, it was like, I thought I found the thing and then I lost the thing. And <laughs> so um, I ended up moving to LA and uh, Where working did you live with before. Uh, up here. So I'm in Sonoma now. Okay. And I was, when I had gotten back, I was in Costa Rica for a couple months at that time after my training. And then I came back here to, to start teaching I'm um, doing the sessions. I was staying with my mom. She's her and uh, her husband have beautiful property up here in Sonoma. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was doing the sessions up here. And then I, two of my girlfriends who had a fitness brand during COVID, it just like exploded. Everyone was working out at home and they wanted cute outfits and right, all this stuff. So they just, I mean, their business completely took off and they needed, you know, support and help. And so I kind of like moved down there on a whim and was like, okay, let's just see. Uh, and I ended up spending two years down there and with them at the company. And it was, again, like school that you can't pay for, right? Because we were like basically building the plane in the air. It was like we had this incredible brand. The the women were super loyal and loved it. Um, and yeah, we it, it was wonderful. It was really, really great to be a part of it. Lots of lessons, right? Like there was a mm-hmm. lot in that. A, a bunch of women working together <laughs> is a really beautiful environment when there's, you know, when you've cleaned up the emotional stuff. And if you haven't, then there's its own challenges that come with that as well. Uh, and so, yeah, I, that was when it was towards the end of the year in 2022. And when I had the idea to start, you know, Sacred Sisters, I was doing coaching at the time. I also do that and run containers and, um, programs. And that is really, really my jam working specifically with women who are just looking to, um, find clarity in how they want to create in the world is, is really that, you know, it's like, okay, let's, let's go in before we can decide what we're offering out. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I was enjoying that so much. And then, yeah, this came about, we did the first one, July 29th, 2022. And the next day we went viral on TikTok. And so it was like this. Because also because it was, beautiful (laughs) beautiful. yeah yeah I mean that is a huge piece of of I think the vision for me too right is um and there is there is no shame or hate in this but a lot of the spaces that we see are like all white women wearing all white right and it Mm -hmm. get that's not super inclusive or reflective of my life personally, or the lives of all of the women that I know, or the world. I mean, let's just be honest, right? And so at first, it was like, there wasn't necessarily this intentionality and trying to like, make it super inclusive. That just is 
our world, right? Like all of the women in our community, that's who they are, right? They come from different backgrounds. They have different stories. They're bringing different modalities to the table and they have different lineages and teachings. And I mean, it's just like, there's all of this juice in, in this community and the, you know, draping of the fabric to represent the chakra was really just this desire to have it feel like you were walking into a space that was designed and decorated just for you, you know, curated just for you to have this like beautiful, immersive experience. Um, and so that, yeah, that, that was like a, a huge piece of it is, is the decor. It's something that we, we love to just like yeah. run wild. <laughs> I didn't want to discount your vital. I was just like, it was so beautiful. Like when you see it, you're like, wow. And it's not just the decor. It's like everything that you're doing. And yeah, it is so amazing that it absolutely is not a room of white women wearing like linen clothes. Mm-hmm. It's so not that. And I, I hear from a lot of people, you know, like I, I want to find spaces where there's people like me where, and I'm speaking for other people in your space is really that, like I walked in there and I was like, wow, this is cool. You don't see yeah. a lot of those spaces. Yeah. Thank you for that. I, I think that is why it, it really had this just like wildfire effect is because every woman that saw it saw themselves in the room. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's really rare. And so to just feel this connection, you know, so you even you said something earlier and we hear this so often, you said, I didn't know what to expect coming into it. Right. And I find that to be so beautiful, almost like this blind faith of like, I don't know what I'm signing up for, but I feel that I need to be here and that has been what we've heard from a lot of women. It's just like they they see the energy of it, they see a video or what, you know, they hear from one of the facilitators speaking, whatever it is, and it's just like this draw to like that's that's home. I need to be there, right? And that is like something again, while there has been so much intentionality in what has been created, there's also just been this incredible fluid surrender to the universe because I said it earlier I couldn't have planned this if I tried right it was just like everything truly like fell exactly where it was supposed to fall that's how you know and it's so good and I I want to say too on the decor piece I'm just like just blown away by your decor but a piece of that too which is interesting I don't know maybe this is just a reflection for you but part of the trust that I had of course I knew Ace and she was incredible but I was looking at just how much you put how much intention was in this space so there was this part of my brain that was like they care like Mm. even if it's not like I don't really know what it is but at least I know that they care at least I know they're going above and beyond so it's worth a shot like just seeing seeing all that you put into it just from you know when you're outside you can all you can really look at sometimes are photos or videos right. like okay these people care yeah and, and thank you thank you so much yeah so good um I want to you know go into the I love I love again I like just keep saying you're like I couldn't have planned it it just came this way it's just it's so good it's so how you know I could talk about that forever but uh on this sister wound piece mm-hmm. sisterhood when I was at your retreat, right, you guys sat down in the circle and for everybody listening, when you shared, so every person who's a part of this had a different thing that they brought to the table. Like somebody did breath work, somebody did sound, somebody did this, somebody did that. And when you introduced each other, it was the most beautiful thing ever. It was these few minutes of a speech or whatever about the person standing next to you. And I'd be like, this is so-and-so. And then you would just share a few minutes about how incredible they were and how amazing they are. And it just felt so pure. And then the other person would be crying and then you would do it to the <laughs> next person. I was like, these women are so beautiful. And, it, and I haven't seen that much else anywhere in the world of just how how much you like admired each other and brought that out in the other person. And I think that really demonstrates, right. What can be on the other side of when you quote unquote, heal the sister wound or move past it. It's these incredible connections that you have with people. And 
I, I'd love to hear, you know, maybe let's talk about that first. Like when you get over that, when you get on the other side of the sister wound, like what is really possible? And then I'd just love to talk after that about, you know, how it like shows up in our lives and how we can yeah. be, be ahead of that and not live in it. But yeah, I'd love to hear yeah. just now that you're on the other side of it, like what is that brought? for you. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, first of all, anything is possible when, when you have the awareness of it. And I think that language is important, you know, just in, instead of this idea of like coming out of it, I'm just aware of it. Right. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean that there aren't some times where like, I don't feel a little sting or she doesn't, you know, it doesn't show up again necessarily. Right. It's like that awareness brings a different choice. And mm-hmm. so for me, it's, it's a, it's a conscious awareness and, and it's a, a rewriting of my DNA that it is safe to love and be loved by other women. Mm-hmm. And that what, you know, and this is an, another call as well, like what the, you know, society patriarchy, whatever you want to refer to it as, has designed for us is to keep us separate intentionally. Right. And there's like a couple reasons and factors and, and things for that. And I don't find that anybody is necessarily at fault. I think we're all victims to it. Right. I mean, we, we are all participating in the society that we live in. So whether that's consumerism or the patriarchy, I mean, it's just like, there is no blame to really be had. It's about, how you become aware of it and decide to make a different choice that affects your life for the better and your community for the better. Mm -hmm. And I think that's all it really is. That's all any wound really is, right? That's all any trigger really is, is just, you know, new awareness, new choice. And so uh, being held and, and really being loved and being seen without this like, veil in between right there's always kind of this like energy of like we said earlier competition or comparison I mean comparison was a big one for me and it still is sometimes I'm, I'm looking at other women who have these incredible beautiful empowering lives or homes or partners and families and businesses and all of a sudden everything I'm doing is worth nothing Right. It's like, I've reached, well, what have I done? (laughs) You know? And I think social media plays a huge role in that too, because that's the highlight reel and it's not the B roll, you know? So it's like, there's that, that piece that contributes. And so it's just being able to sit with it and say, this woman's success, this woman's life, this woman's essence, this woman's power does not take away from mine. I can still walk in mine and see her walk in hers. And actually when we walk together, our power multiplies and what we achieve multiplies and we are endless. We are boundless. We're limitless. Right. So I think that's the simplest way I could, could speak to it. And yeah, you know, I I say all the time about us as facilitators, we, we don't just sit together in circle. We sit together in real life. I mean, these are my best friends, you know, like we're, (laughs) sometimes we have to like, we get on our work calls, our weekly work calls, and we got to kind of like reel ourselves in from like, you know, chatting and talking about like other things. It's like, okay, right. So there, there's a real genuine relationship and and friendship there. Um, And I wouldn't want to do life or business with anybody else. Mm. So good. And your whole thing you have is such a beautiful example of that, of when you right there, light doesn't take away from yours and when you're together it's actually so much more and it's a I love what you said it's a choice to believe that Mm -hmm. you know to an extent it's like you have the awareness and then you choose to subscribe to that and just see what happens and I totally like what you were saying before the the competition that happens I remember when I was I've always been an athlete like I'm an Mm -hmm. athlete and I was like I don't, I don't even know, but I always like, I'm good at sports, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I have that about me. And when I was little or in elementary school, I always got this compliment of you're cool for a girl or you're mm. good at sports for a girl. And it's funny now we talk about this and we, we sort of see this, but 
I was always fed that you're cool for a girl. You're good at this for a girl. Mm-hmm. And that downloaded in my brain as it is a good idea for me to be better than them because then mm-hmm. I get this positive affirmation and I wasn't yeah. even aware of it. So I, I had to figure that out. I'm like, why do I have this competition? And I was like, oh, because I've been praised on being better than people. Yeah. And, and I was like this kid. So I fueled that. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Let yeah. me just be better and better <laughs> and keep myself up here. Yeah. And it wasn't even me. It was the conditioning. It was from other people. And from their conditioning, it's just something that happens. Yeah. And then you end up feeling like you were kind of talking about in the earlier in the episode, you're like, alone or your friendships aren't mm-hmm. that connected and you're like why aren't my friendships mm-hmm. that connected it's like oh because I've been trying to be cooler to protect my own ego right. or I've been doing that like everyone has their own story that one was mine it's yep. it's so deep and I you yeah. know what it the on the other side of that is feeling like isolated in friendships and I yeah it's so this work that you know, we do the path that we're on. It's Mm -hmm. not quote unquote right now, unfortunately, like normal or ordinary. Mm -hmm. It's like, Mm -hmm. that's normal. Like there's so many, I'm doing air quotes with my fingers, like normal friendships. Right. They're like naturally competitive or they are not connected and it's being a stand for something better. And and once you get a, a taste of that, I think, I don't know what your experience is, but once you get a taste, you're like, oh, that's yes, much better than what I was saying. Exactly. Yeah. I'm yes. I'm thank you for sharing that. And, and you're right to what you said. It's our attachment to a story, right? Because then that has created our identity and it's just is right. We don't think that there's any other way. We don't really have a desire to know if there's any other way. Right. Um, yeah. And what you said to like that taste of something else. I mean, I I think one of the biggest things for me when I really was able to like feel it in my body, I I had had a girlfriend for many years and it was in that faith of life of going out and clubbing and drinking. Right. So like that was sort of the root of our friendship. Uh, and you know, there was just kind of these little things here and there sometimes like I would ask her, if she liked my outfit and she would be like, yeah, it's okay. But then like, you know, two days later, she'd ask if she could wear it. And then it was like this expectation that I had to tell her, oh my God, you look beautiful. Yes, yes. Not even expectation. That is what I would do, right? Because she did. But it was just like this like energy of, of yeah, just can't quite be happy for, can't quite uplift, can't quite you know, get there. And, and that was a few years, right. And and my nervous system got used to that. Mm-hmm. And then I remember being with a friend from one of my yoga classes and, you know, we had to like design a something in Canva for a project that we were doing or whatever. And she asked to see mine. And my first like gut reaction was that she was just going to be like, Oh yeah, it's okay. That's okay. And she just was like, oh my God, this is amazing. You did this on camp. Like, oh my God, blah, 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 Like just went on and on and on. And I just remember looking at her like kind of in shock, right? Like my nervous system was like, wait, what? That this is what it feels like it, to, yeah. to be supported, to be seen. And I mean, we're talking about a flyer on Canva, right? It's like something so silly, so simple. Uh, and I think that was kind of a, a defining moment for me of like, okay, I, I need to seek this, you know, there's the awareness. And now the choice is, even if it means being alone, or even if it means that really difficult separation, which a lot of women go through, like, mid 20s, early 30s, right, like the friendships don't really make sense anymore. And I think that's hard for women to say is that like, they just don't align. It's okay mm-hmm. for that to happen, right? Like it doesn't have to be a breakup, a blowout or any of that. I mean, some of the, you know, friendships I've had that have ended have been more painful than, you know, breakups with my partners, <laughs> if I'm being honest, like that loss of, of um, yeah, connection to women, whether it's quote unquote healthy or not, is still deep. It runs really deep, right? So yeah, just just to, you know, reiterate all that point of like, there, there does become that point where you do have to, like, 
allow the awareness to be loud enough for you to make the the choice, to make the new choice. And um, yeah, it means kind of stripping yourself down, like letting go of the identity of who and what you were in certain dynamics or in certain spaces with certain friend groups or just friends, you know, singularly, it's, it's not an easy thing to do. Yeah. And it's like a humiliating thing to do if you're expecting the other person to be like, it's just okay. Or yes. I, or me, I have like a, a, a biological sister wound where we our relationship mm. was just like, you know, there was a lot of that in it. There was yeah. competition, there was going behind backs, like there was stuff like that. So it's, mm-hmm. it's a huge, huge thing to be able to put your wall down and like open up your arms or open up yourself or be vulnerable when you don't quite have that evidence that it's right. by something like what you're doing is so incredible. And, you know, the, just speaking to, it's interesting with that, it's just so, so nutrient dense, like relationships, <laughs> so nourishing. Yeah. And it's funny because the work that I do is it's not about that, but it's something mm-hmm. that I create in within, we run like really small communities, eight women at mm-hmm. a time. Mm-hmm. And we create that. And it's so funny because I, yeah. we do all this incredible stuff. And at the end, people are like, I just love the relationships, like the yeah. community, the sisterhood. Yeah, That matters so much more than anything and when you were talking about your uh your canva and sharing it to your friend I thought about my friend Rena who Rena listens to the podcast so she'll hear me say this but we do these monthly dinners with a bunch of Mm. spiritual like entrepreneur people we meet dinners and it's so it's my favorite time of the whole month and my friend Rena like when she takes the mic when she's talking I'm like oh shit because she's just gonna pour into me like her reflections mm. of how incredible I am for like five minutes and yeah it's almost I'm like thank you so much and it gets easier to receive mm-hmm. that kind of stuff over time but it's yeah it's something that we're not all used to that's yeah like really quite how it's always been but so important because when you are on the other side of it like what do you get you get this incredible life you're filled up yeah so true so true yeah so good I had one more I had another question for you and I kind of forget what I was going to say because we're just Mm -hmm. like (laughs) yeah (laughs) Um, yeah I would let me see if there's anything else that wants to come through I'm going to ask you to share a little bit about how people can get connected to you because your work that you do is just so incredible and there's so many ways that people can connect with you and get in on your magic um is there anything else that you want to share before we wrap it up into that piece I think just especially for your listeners right and and this path of purpose and entrepreneurship when you find what it is the next step is to really figure out how to not be scared of it Mm -hmm. and how to not fight it and i think that that was you know a, a big challenge for me in the beginning was that imposter syndrome and i mean still creeps in every now and then right of just like the inability to see your own power and and to really know that what you are creating is meant to be on is meant to be in the world if it's on your heart right and and that's something that i think a lot of us you know kind of talk ourselves out of or we tend to think well anybody could do this or like you know people already think this way so like i'm not saying anything new and it's like well if they did or if there was it would be done. Right. So like, but you're the one that received the message and the seed from universe, cosmos, God, whatever your higher power is. Uh, And so the work is in unlearning what makes you feel like you should not be in that role and, and in that power. I say all the time, like, there is nothing that I am doing that's not already within the person across from me, right? I'm just a mirror. So whether that, you know, triggers you in a bad way or charges you up in a good way, 
both are equally valuable. And it took me a minute to own that, right? Like to know my medicine isn't for everybody and your medicine isn't for everybody. And that's okay. You know, it's all an invitation to go inward. It's all an invitation to dig a little deeper and see what the root of it is and what's still sitting in there that you need to look at. And so it's all good, quote unquote. (laughs) I love that. If it's on your heart, it's meant to be in the world and Mm -hmm. echoing that piece for sure. Because, you know, of course I work with a lot of people who are bringing their like ideas into life or they're doing the things that they've always wanted to do. And we always know what we want. And usually like a hundred percent of the time, like, Oh, I had this idea when I was like 12, you know, right. finally doing it. Or I thought about this five right. years ago. And then I did all this other stuff. It's, it's in the exactly what you said, moving past the pieces that scare you or tell you that you can't, it's never questioning if your idea is good enough or if you're good enough, it's all the other stuff. So Thank you for sharing that. It's such a good reminder. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So I'd love if you could share how anybody listening can get in touch with you, get in your world. And I just want to say also, I don't know if we said this already in the podcast, but your whole world and your whole presence, it's so deeply healing and so deeply connected. And there's so much integrity in everything that you do. So if anybody's mm-hmm. listening to this, like definitely whatever Rita's about to share, check it out. <laughs> I, of course, we'll leave your, you know, Instagram and everything in the show notes, but yeah, go ahead and let people know where they can find you. Thank you for saying that. First of all, it's, it's beautiful to be seen in that. Right. And it's like, that is something that is even, I'm, I'm still learning to own and receive, right. It's just the simple compliment that, what you're creating is beautiful and it's powerful and that you can receive a thank you for it. Right. It's like, even just saying that feels a little icky, but it's, I say it to encourage others to receive theirs. Right. And, and to know that that's, it's a powerful healing opportunity for you when someone is thanking you for your gifts and, and to just receive it. So thank you. So Sacred Sisters is actually launching our virtual membership Tuesday the 12th, so in less than a week. And uh, we host full moon circles. We have a portal specific for moms called Sacred Moment, where we host monthly circles. The platform will essentially be a virtual version of our in-person retreats. So every month we're going to focus on a particular theme and topic and each facilitator is going to use their medicine and their modality to guide you deeper into that topic to really intentionally focus our energy on one space within us in the the hub of, of community. Right now there is a you know, a free area that anyone can join to just kind of be a part of the community. There's a chat feature and an interactive feed. And we have over 1200 women in there right now. And so that is a really potent, powerful place. You know, the virtual space is, while it's, there is nothing like loving on people in real time. It's pretty beautiful to see women from all over the world want to be a part of something and and really want to connect with each other. And so our hope for the Haven is that it brings that and it just brings you deeper into your evolution of self and your connection to community and, you know, self-actualization and realization and transformation, whatever it is that you're seeking, there's a medicine for you here that can really bring you deeper into that. Uh, We host monthly meetups in the LA area right now. And we're working on structuring our retreats to be something that are a little more accessible and that happen, you know, maybe twice or three times a year where we're navigating those challenges around what it takes to put something like that on because it's a huge, huge undertaking for all of us energetically. And so, yeah, we're, we're learning that piece of things. 
and really focusing our, our attention on the virtual space so that we can just expand the community as much as possible. So the Haven membership is $44 a month. It's like, I don't know, what is that? Four coffees <laughs> that you probably like one pay coffee, for. I think. <laughs> one coffee, exactly. <laughs> right. That's um, the cost to leave your house if you live exactly, in Exactly. Exactly. If you live in LA, yes. And, you know, I mean, as I mentioned earlier, all of our facilitators are trained facilitators and coaches and have spent months and years and tears and blood working on their craft, right? So you are getting all of that for the price of a coffee. And so it's really powerful what we've been able to create and just how all of these amazing women have flocked to it wanting to give their gifts. So I am so excited about it. I, I'm really, really like just, it feels like the next evolution, right? You know, I'm sure, you know, like your business always kind of comes in flows and waves and versions. And so this is sort of the the next version of, of Sacred Sisters. And it feels really potent and really, really powerful. So, good. so that's the main tier, you know, you can you can join for 44 a month. If you're just interested in our full moon circles, what's happened once a month, you can join for $22 a month. And then if you're just a mom who just wants to receive the mommy circles, then you can uh, join for $22 a month for that. So we're kind of hitting all bases and allowing everyone to receive, you know, what it is that they want based on their schedule commitment level. So yeah, it's very exciting. And then I myself am relaunching my coaching program. So that'll be open, I'm thinking end of October, early November. Um, and like I mentioned, it's it's just about um, that creatrix energy, right? Like really owning what it is that we want to create and birth and bring into the world. And what do we need to dive into first before we can actually actualize that? Such important work. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and so beautiful about the membership options and I just love how simple it is you're like it's a retreat but we're doing it virtual and it's so incredible so definitely I'll put those links in the show notes and if you're listening and you're inspired and you're feeling connected and you decide to do it share this episode on your Instagram stories and let us know that you listened to the episode and, and joined like I'd love to hear if yeah you know goes into that world from here and we'd love to celebrate with you but Rita thank you so much you are so incredible and so amazing and I've just had so much fun having you on here thank you love I just want to give you your flowers and how beautifully articulate and warm you are and sharing the space with you has been wonderful I just meeting you and having you at the gala and all of the things like the start of a beautiful friendship I'm sure so thank you thank you so much Thank you. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next episode. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you love this episode, please share on Instagram and tag me. I can guarantee it will make my day to hear from you. If you want to stay in the loop for future episodes, make sure to subscribe. And as always, if this episode made you think of someone you love or you know someone who would benefit from listening, please send it their way. You never know how you can impact someone's life. Until next time.